0: Good
1: morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh. Uh. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh. Good, morning. Good morning. 1 uh. 2 1 2 3. Good morning.
0: Okay. Thanks again for getting our preview edition of Caulfield or Stakes Day. We've spoken in depth about all the stakes races yesterday. This morning, it's mouthguard in. We're just talking business. Nice, quick, short, sharp podcast. Morning, Vince from Daily Sectionals.
1: Yes. Good morning, Ralphie. And here we are, ready for a good day's racing.
0: Absolutely. Well, we, we do it. Look like we've got perfect weather. Uh, some talk about a bit of juice in the track, but uh, I think uh, I think we're going to get our get a good sighting of it with uh, some sort of plain races to start the day, but. It, Fortunately, since we spoke yesterday, there's really no scratchings to any any of our changes. No, fair enough
1: too. Yeah. I get it. Okay,
0: race one, uh, the the first three races we didn't cover. So uh, you've got moderate conference here, independent road, flash feeling, don't down dory. Bermudez is the four in your most advanced column. I assume that's because independent road is likely to do what he does, roll forward and give his usual on the site.
1: Yeah, it's probably going to be hard to run down given that it's unlikely. Any runner's going to get in the lanes and this runner should be able to, control the race and not be an easy horse to pass
0: so he's uh he's um well, about five dollars the one horse i suppose at odds there just to put a bit of meat on the bones there don't doubt dory every chance he was flat last start after a big Geelong run at 67 dollars, and his best is good enough to be sort of somewhere around the finish at 14 dollars.
1: well it's the obvious runner in the sense where it's position running lane wise to be stalking the leader and the reality is you would sort of feel that this is the horse that might present itself at some stage in the straight to potentially run down into independent road. But uh, it's one of those runners that not, you know, totally in love with the rider.
0: Uh, race uh, two in the program. It's over the Caulfield Cup distance, as they say. And as they also say, it's benchmark 78. It's a mm-hmm. raffle. Vince, uh, I don't think we'll be playing will we? No, no, no. <laughs> Nice and simple. Uh, race around the program. This is an interesting one. Another Will, we put him in Sizzlers. He was super first up. Dominant win. And uh, and he's very tight price. But Zambagini has talent. Everything went wrong for it last start uh, when he was slowly away. Took the turn like a drunken soldier, as they say. And uh, and his best, though, is a good talent level.
1: Yeah, I just wanted to sort of get some understanding. Of, uh, why is another Will so short? Well, Jamie Carr,
0: uh, Ma Eustace returned to to with Sod's on profile and probably that was its first start on on a non-wet track too, so it probably says that the market is saying and the stable thinks that it's going to be an even better horse this time in. Okay, well,
1: obviously, you've got to give some respect to that, but it's way, way too short for a horse that's got that sort of profile. It's sort of indicating that today it should improve four lengths to justify that price. So... I, I, my view, for me, when I look at it, cautious. Zambagini definitely is, um, well, it's probably got the opposite scenario. Probably is a bit more, a longer price than what it's entitled to be. It should It should be a bit shorter. It's actually got a really solid profile, Ralphie. Hard horse to fault. And all the intel is indicating this horse is like right at its peak and should get its chance to go very close to winning here.
0: All right, well, let's start talking business now because these are races that we have covered. So Southport Tycoon's a dollar ninety, Zipway seven dollars, as you discussed yesterday. He's a very good talent, Zipway. So how are you assessing this? Will you be playing?
1: Well, my view is, I am, I do definitely have a level of interest in Zipway. I mean, Southport Tycoon maybe it's going to be a you know a sensational runner, but regardless, it's not the sort of horse I can get set on, and and I don't have it clearly above the other one so and i'm actually leaning more to Zipway than southpaw tycoon so i just feel this one is very very good value a little bit of caution of course with the wa horses so i've sort of marked it firmly as a c grade better and a runner that i want to back today
0: I just should mention also we will cover the Sydney Eskimo Prince because we covered that yesterday mm-hmm. and just on your final thoughts there. But to race five on the program, you've got Yonsei on top from Foxy Cleopatra, Loft that you mentioned trial well. Uh, he's in the market for the Sydney Cup apparently is, is his goal. Thank oh. you, Daniel, for getting in, in touch there. Um, and he's, he's post attendant injury, but we discussed all this yesterday. Is it, a, is it a matter of you being involved today? I know that you do like keeping the place on side in these one-two situations if you're confident enough. So, Yonsei, around about $2.90 will probably be $3.00.
1: Yeah, I'm probably leaning towards watching it go round. I, I feel it's the horse they all have to beat. But, yeah, like I said, I have some interest in looking elsewhere, but not a race that I can bet because I don't want to actually back yance myself. Yes,
0: that's, well, that's all we can put across to our, our customers. It's, it's that simple there. The market's got uh, high-octane from Bodyguard and Stay Focused. They're all th- under $3.50, so it's nice and tight there. Parcel play?
1: No, no play for me, Ralphie.
0: Yep. Bold Bastille, it's in the, it's in the $2, dollars Uh So, you know, it's obviously got that big boom on it. That, uh, we, we discussed all this yesterday. You've ended up going with Hayasugi on top, but uh, I'm sure you're not, you're not putting a ceiling on Bold Bastille yet. You just want to learn more.
1: I do want to learn more, and I'm actually looking forward to both those races unfolding and just getting a better level of understanding. And hopefully, their horses I can consider in the future, but they're, they're just not there for me today, you know, to want to go and invest.
0: We discussed yesterday, you'd want to be on Vivian with a winning trial, but it's just against such a classy horse in Asphora. So the market's got Asphora low twos, Vivian's as much as $10, uh, the horses in the market there, Queen of the Ball about sevens, Hypothetical about $9, and uh, and Zapatao that I made the case for yesterday, $10, right, late scratching here is Ray Magnero.
1: All oh, right, like, like like scratching. Okay, yep. they must have heard us yesterday. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> only joking. the The reality is this: everything points to as for it's it, it's like there's it depends. I guess any winner is valued depending on how you view it. But it's so so tight, right? And does it deserve to be that much of an advantage over Vivian? But at the same time, if you had to bet in the race, which one? You would have the, the, the view that Absor-, Absor-, Absor is the horse you want to be backing, Ralphie, yeah. as for it. Yeah, it. It just comes back to that. It's just not a lot of value. So you want to be really confident to step in heavily. And I'm confident, but I'm just really a little bit disappointed because I'd like to back Vivian, but I'm not going to. And, and the reality is I'm... If I'm betting in the race and I haven't made a decision yet because it is very tight, it's as for or I'm staying out.
0: Mister Brightside is favourite, but I'm not surprised. It's just got a slight drift and from a dollar ninety, dollar eighty yesterday to two dollars. Um, what price would you want to want to get involved? Because I know you're very keen on it, obviously, as you've discussed. Well, the
1: the reality is this, Ralphie. My starting point always is, and the horse is technically worthy of it. It needs to be minimum a dollar thirty a place. That's the minimum starting point. Of course, would I like to get a dollar, dollar fifty, dollar sixty? Absolutely. The challenge is, doesn't matter how I roll it. I'd love it to be an A grade bet, but I have to. Just given the nature of the way I like to do things, it it's like, can I get set on bright side and it's going to be a C grade bet? Not because the horse is a C grade bet. It's just the setup of the race. Yes,
0: and uh, in the last race there, we've discussed this. It's it's pretty open. So you've got moderate confidence there for those taking the quaddies. Your most advantage Estrella Amarissa, so glamorous, blank the blank and spicy mugs at a price.
1: Yeah, Estrella is the one that I'm really sort of interested to look in. I actually even feel that the lane, uh, you know, where it's drawn barrier wise, yeah. is favourable. Is that horse? Is, is that horse tightened from yesterday?
0: It's held its spot at mid fours. Yeah. I just wanted to say. Yeah,
1: yeah. So just looks. You know, if he, he steps away cleanly, he's going to be there all the way. It might be one of the value runners of the day if you if you want to consider around that 4 or $5 as being value. But that's a horse that I'm looking at. I just want to see how this day plays out and making sure, firstly, there's not any, you know, too many hoses that have gone out, which is, is possible, right? It's possible that this has happened. And let's
0: see. Uh, What meat can we put on the bone from yesterday now that you've had a good chance to have a look at this Eskimo Prince
1: race six at Sydney? Ralph, I'm probably leaning a little bit your way. In the end, I'm I'm not going to bet in the race myself, right? But the more I think about it, I I just can't believe it's come up a a, a soft five, right? Why? You know, like what are they doing? I, I don't get it, right? Yep. But. It's Tom Kitten versus Celestial Legend, Ralph. I, I just, it's too hard for me to look at any other way. And the, and the challenge is, obviously, Tom Kitten's set for other races. So it's not one that you can just step in and say, let's go crazy. And But it's a great price, right? <laughs> it's, yeah.
0: it's $7.50 for one of the best or certainly most promising three-year-olds in the country.
1: Yeah, and like if it ran poorly, it would be extremely disappointing for this horse's campaign. Yes. It 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 can't run poorly in this field. That's the reality, right? It just can't. <laughs> yeah. And Celestial Legend, that's that's I I feel you got that spot on. That's the smoking gun. And okay. Is this track really going to be wet, Ralphie? We'll have to see after race 1, right? Yep. I'm going to learn. If it is, then maybe, you know, Celestial becomes a little bit of a negative because there's no profile. Yep. I don't really want to entertain anything else, Rafi. I'm just stuck in the corner of those two runners. All right. Once again,
0: we really appreciate you being a customer of Year Round Carnival. We'll break it all down on Monday.